Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Back another episode of League of Procedure. As always, I'm with Jay Moore. You can find me up here through iTunes. Also, you can do this Spreaker app. Search Jim Wright or League of Procedure. I'll pop up for you. Uh, what'd you say? I'm just asking how's it going. Oh yeah, uh, I'm pretty good. It um, took me a little while to get uh, <laughs> really to wrap my head around Monday night, but uh, yeah, just uh, just make it to the end of the week. Yeah, I guess we can start there and then kind of venture out to the SEC and everything that happened. You look at the game and several things happen. And there's, I guess I'm kind of cynic and look at things. I'm not too much of a sunshine pumper. I've had people that try to tell me that, you know, try to blame just the players on on defense and et, et cetera. The offense was going. I, I thought things were trending pretty much bad the first half because they was up. Listen, the defense was on the field too much, way too much for them to be successful, even without the injuries. They didn't throw in the injuries. And you've heard rumors that Tony Bridges, you know, he didn't start. There's a reason he didn't start. He, they started other people over him. And he got picked on a lot more, and even more so than the the freshman, fresh shirt freshman, or the, the true freshman. He's he just has it took him that step, and some of the things that he he does is he goes a lot of times you see he go for the take bad angles and try to make the extraordinary plays to just making the play it happens. Uh, you have Ken Webster go down and. Although they only scored six points until late in the first half, that they had really moved the ball some, but penalties kept killing them. And you already saw as soon as Webster went down, they went to. Some people say it was cushion. I call it prevent defense, which I don't understand why they do that. It's, it's a, I get he wants to bend or don't break because, you know, they've won so many plays on offense, but. To me, given Cushion's five or six yards, there was times that was 10 to 13 yards off the ball. And when Slav got comfortable, it was over with. But you saw it in the first half where they was getting penalties, knocking them out, and everything else. And even then, the defense, when they had the whole field to drive, they did hold on the field goals a lot. It was when the turnovers happened. You take it and turn everything into account is a recipe for disaster. Well, and they're lucky that they 
You there? Show you there. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. We're pretty much probably start over and I just edit that out because you. That's fine. I, uh, I I came outside. I'm at. I'm at the house, and I've been being at Nikki's house doing it, and it's been better service. All right, I'll just start over, and let's totally start over. Can you, can you hear me now? Yeah, you're fine now. All right, well, I'm outside. I should be okay. Let's start over, and just kind of I'll just start, start from the beginning. and uh. That's fine. And, we'll just, and I'll just cut it out when I edit it first about All nine right. minutes of it. Okay. About another episode of Legacy Procedure. I'm Jay, Jimmy Ryle. I'm with Jay Moore. Y'all find Legacy Procedure on either Spreaker app. You can search Jimmy Ryle. Search Legacy Procedure pop up for you. Also through iTunes. How's it going, Jay? Oh, it's going pretty good. Um, I made it through another week, and um, well, I guess really getting back to schedule. You know, there's a it almost played on a Labor Day, so. Um, it's kind of getting ready for a for a Saturday in Oxford. Yeah, it's interesting. Interesting to see what happens. Not so much with the game, how they handle things, how they change things. Again, Ole Miss and second, you know, personnel. There's going to be some changes as far as bodies and how they move some people around. See if they try anything just schematically. That if we're talking about Wofford and you know, things go wrong, we'll start. With, I guess. The game on Miss and Sprout to SEC. Now, I guess, I guess we'll talk about what goes on. Like, when, I guess, when did you feel the things were changing and it wasn't going to go almost this way? Um, you know, I, I was, I was, really, when they scored at the end of the first half, I think if you hold them to a field goal there, I mean, I still feel really good about it. You know, it would have been 28-9. to But when they score on that third down play, he made a great pass even under pressure. And you knew they got the ball back. It, it was starting to get a little uneasy. 
But when they drive right back down the field and score again, uh, didn't feel real good. And, and then obviously, and really, I, I felt that I felt that Florida State was going to win the game whenever they got the interception because you know Kelly had a lot of time to throw in the first half, and it seemed pretty obvious from the first drive of the second half on that defense line was going to get after him, and they got after him really, really good. That, that the one defensive end would have like four, four and a half sacks. I mean, it, it was just crazy how yes, much pressure I, they got. Yes, and I thought that, you know, he had time in the first half. I thought Kelly, I don't know if it's the Heisman talk around him, if he wanted to have that game, but it was that he pressed. He obviously missed some throws. You would have liked, you, you've seen making a pass. I mean, he made some throws also. There's throws that end up being good plays that were bad throws. The raw receivers bailed him out several times in the first half. Tell you, I tell you, uh, that, that was one of the more impressive plays by, by DK Metcalf. I mean, for anybody, let alone oh, a freshman. Oh, it was. And, and that bailed him out of a pick. <laughs> yeah, bailed him out of a pick. He played defense and offense at the same time. But with Kelly, he, you know, he tried that hero play. He was obviously already had somebody on him, and he was going to try to make a throw with somebody pulling on him. You have to eat that. And there were times in the second half where he had, you know, even three, three and a half, four seconds. He just held the ball so long that and didn't try to move out the pocket that it collapsed on him and he ended up getting sacked. There were several times where he got sacked where he actually had time. There's just nothing there. Instead of getting rid of it, he tried to make a play. Something happened in the, in the valley. I think I texted you that it was going to end up bad if they score on that drive. Of course, you told me I was negative as always, which, you know, I kind of am to a certain extent. It's kind of my nature. <laughs> well, but go ahead. Look, look. And it's not to say that I didn't that I didn't have my concerns as well. I mean, I, I was with you on some of the stuff, but <laughs> you you get negative quicker than I mean, look, and, and I come from a negative household when it comes to old Miss athletics. But you get negative quicker and find the negative and the positive quicker than anybody I've ever seen. It's amazing to watch. Well, you know, I just look at things and I see how things play out, and I I play both scenarios in my head, and for the most part, I've been right more than I've been wrong. And I look the. How that defense played, it got built out in the first half. Florida State played sloppy. Uh, they got penalties. And they fumbled by themselves. It didn't <laughs> matter. There was so much stuff. And you saw them making plays, and he started getting more and more comfortable to quarterback then. And once he got comfortable, you saw it happen. You know, Ken Webster went down. It was a, a risk disaster. And to be honest with you, I don't know how they're going to do it, but and you hate to see it because he was such a talent. I can't confirm one thing, but I, I've heard one thing that's not surprising that he, he he's worried that it has to do with his genetics. And once the injury happened, I think Tony Connor's done. I, I don't know how much how much more he plays this year. I mean, I'm sure he's gonna play some. They're gonna try him, but from what I saw, he's doing. Yeah, I I came away. It, it just felt bad for for Tony and oh, absolutely because, because he doesn't he doesn't get hurt last year. And he's in the NFL making money right now. I mean, it, and it's it's sad to see. Um, and you can just tell he wasn't the same. And I I don't know. Maybe he is ninety percent 
healthy as far as as far back as he can get. Now I'm not, I, but to me, there's no way he's 90 percent back to what he was. I mean, there's that, that's just not. Oh, absolutely not. not. There's no he's way he's not. That may be 90 percent of what of whatever he can get back, but it's not 100 percent where he was before the injury. I mean, and it's sad to see because he did not look like the same player, and and really, I think this team really needed that because we're seeing now even with. But now, especially with Westford down, it's just it's going to be tough. I, I don't. I, I think this defense will get better as the year goes on, just because they have so many, so many freshmen players in the second. Yes, but um, the second. I mean, the schedule doesn't really lend to. Uh, doesn't really lend to that because by the time they get better, I mean they could potentially and very easily already have three losses. So that's what. If you're almost fan, that's what's scary, and we'll get more to the game in a second. That's what's scary for this team is the secondary itself can get better. And it probably is going to get better as the year goes on with the young talent it has. I actually thought throughout the game, A.J. Moore, who took kind of second half, took over for Connie midway through the second half, I guess you'd say, I thought he made a lot of good plays, actually. But you talk about injuries and everything, You've seen it. You've heard about him. You know. You know what Akeem Juddy is. He's a okay back. He's going to do some things. He can do some things for you, but he's not what you would call a premier back. The hope was that Eric Twenty was that, and there was talk about it. They've talked about it for two years, and on the one carry, you saw what probably Akeem Joe was carrying a ball with how the player had to angle for Florida State. It was a one or two yard gain. He turned it to a six. That kind of stuff wins you games. And there's a thought that he could be that back. And not only did you lose him, you you see stuff like that. This with you know, there's plenty of people that come back. There's no sure thing. So is but the misses at running back, and you know people talk about cam makers, et cetera. Uh, the longer the NCAA stuff carries on, the less I think they're getting Cam Akers. When do they get that running back? You, you got to think Hugh Freeze wants to beat an advisor right now after that injury with, with Wilkins. And then you take Webster, who had a worse injury, apparently tore every limb in his knee. Usually when that happens, they're never the same player. And then you come back next year and you're, you're, you're kind of saying, you know, you're, you're, you hope Webster can come back, but how much can he come back? It's a scary ordeal all around. And yeah, this staff recruited well. I've said consistently, you know, they want to talk about national championships, et cetera. There's years that's possible, but they want to compete year in, year out. This the staff has too many misses and don't recruit well enough. They get top five even when they get top five classes, there's boys at certain positions that they need. For some reason, they recruit well at certain positions, and certain positions they don't. Um, cornerback, for the most part, safety, for the most part, linebacker, for the most part. They recruit well at wide receiver. They seem to find a quarterback. They do. They do well at at the defensive line, and has actually gotten a lot better recruiting offensive line. It's really starting to show. You got the players there, a bunch of even seems to have some depth, but. I think it's just showing up where they have so many misses, especially right around Sunday. Day. And 
versus Florida State, who's top ten every year, usually in a top seven or eight, versus Ole Miss, who would get a top five class every three or four years and usually around 15, 18. Yeah, it's strange how certain positions like running back, linebacker, and cornerback, apparently they don't like they don't like the money that Ole Miss is willing to provide them as much as some positions. I guess so. It's strange. I mean, I guess they don't really care for money. Because <laughs> running backs, I mean, they're obviously being used as the bell cows in the NFL. So they're just waiting on that payday, I guess. But, uh, no, they that's that's what's always frustrating to me is people talking. I mean, and I get it. Almost pays for players just like everybody else. But, you know, if, if they were doing that much, you know, it, you would think they'd be able to build some depth more than they have, whereas one cornerback goes down. Well, and people are looking at the season like, well, how are we going to stop anybody when one cornerback goes out? I mean, that, and they can't get a running back, and they can't – they're not closing on really any of the linebackers. So, um, yeah, you would just think that if it was such an easy just paying guys that Ole Miss would have, you know, at least hit on one or two players from those positions like that, that were highly touted out coming out of high school. But, you know, it's just not happening right now. I mean, and, yeah, they're getting the receivers. And, look. The receivers looked really good I mean, the other night with Ch- with Chad when they were in rhythm and they had a little time. But, you know, you can't just win off that. Uh, just, just a quick question, because I, I, I didn't – I was watching it, but I didn't notice it. Did you see – and, and I, I know it was his leg but or knee or whatever, but did you see what happened to Swinney? I kind of did. I couldn't tell for certain. And I've looked at it and it kind of cuts away. When he brings him down, it kind of brings him down over the top of his back. And then when he plants his knee to go down, it just kind of plants funny. And that's all it really was. He just kind of planted funny. And when he rolled over, you just knew he didn't get right back up and you knew something was wrong. Yeah, I mean, and now, yeah, with Wilkins having the academic um, issues with, you know, as far as it with the advisor and now this, I mean, now that you know, Freeze said it, Penniman's going to be playing. So there's no red shirt in him, and really you can't afford to because we we both said, and Judd kind of is what he is, but they need somebody else. And I just don't, I don't think they're comfortable enough with with uh, Eugene Brasley. So yeah, Penniman's about to about to get some carries pretty quick. And you look at his offense. And with them not making the misses, it makes it makes the misses on defense. It makes it look like more more obvious. Is when they scored, they scored fast. And when they didn't score, and I think that's the problem a little bit. Sometimes they could help the defense out if they just you know got several first downs, just you know change field position, you know made them pin them back deep. So you're saying they run the 2014 offense. Yeah, so, yeah, something like that. I mean, because you know they relied on their defense, but but they did it. You know, it'd be for different reasons because they did it because their defense was so good. Or they they wanted to win with the defense, but you know, with twenty fourteen, they they actually went pretty slow. I mean, you know, um, they went they picked they, their spots to get fast. Right, right. They picked their spots for this team. I mean, right out of the gate, they weren't they weren't picking spots. They were just going, and it may be yeah, because it, of injuries. They may have to pick their spots. Yeah, and I think they almost have to because the injuries of this this defense giving breathers. It wasn't just that they was going fast because they could have went fast here other times. It was that 
when they went, they didn't score. It was three and out. And then that second half, they were just straight three and outs. I just yeah, well, side <laughs> one drive, really. But uh, and then you take Kelly's turnovers. He talked about the throws. I mean, I, the one you, you can't count one against him. Evan should have made. I mean, I, I thought he showed some leadership, taking all of it on him. But Evan should have made the one catch. But the the other three was all on him. He made two really bad throws. Um, the other one, he tried to make a hero play. He, he never should have done it. And I thought that was even a bigger changing point than the last touchdown. They just went down and scored. You then get the ball, you throw a pick. In your, on your side of the field, they score again. You come back to the very next play, try to make a hero play and fumble it on 30. I thought that was devastating. Yeah, it was. It, it really, even with the pick, it felt like Florida State was going to come back and probably win the game. And then with the fumble, it really confirmed it. <laughs> if you watched any Ole Miss football, that, just the way that game was going, and really nothing was going right. And then you had the one constant as far as the first half goes and the quarterback he was playing. Minus one throw had been playing, you know, playing extremely well. And when the, when you could tell the offense is wasn't the same. And, and look, give look, give uh, Jimbo Fisher and his staff credit. You know, as long as I can remember with him being there, you know, they've made they, – they, they do extremely well at second half adjustments. There's been several times Florida State has been down big and come back and won games. Um, they they have a good coaching staff, and they, they definitely made the adjustments on both sides. And, and I'm not saying Ole Miss didn't have fault in it, but and it may have made it look easier than it than it should have been. But you know they did a good job, and Ole Miss just didn't respond. And this is how it seems to you guys. Said this, and I got jumped on. I even had a a friend of mine who texted me arguing with me about it. You know they're diehard Ole Miss fans and. They see the positives. In my opinion, it's been like this for you. It wasn't just this year. Is I think he, Freeze has gotten better about it, but he's still that way to certain things. They have a plan, and I think definitely for Walmack, they have a plan of what they're going to do. And it looks great when that plan works, but when it doesn't, they almost panic. And for Walmack, that panicking is kind of that give huge cushions. Let's just don't give up the huge play. And that's I can still when you game some if you're getting turnovers. But you're not always going to get turnovers. And that's where that's just terrible defense. He has done it some, but he's shown where he can adjust some. He's gotten better at it as the years has went on. Do you see the same thing or is that just me? Well, regardless if that's what's happening or not, that's the perception. And I don't really see how anybody can argue that. You look at the game, it just doesn't seem like when when, when the other team and their adjustments, they just don't seem to happen very often. You look at this game, when Florida State got it going, there wasn't anything really that Ole Miss did to counter. Uh, you just look at some of the big losses they've had. Uh, Florida last year. I mean, I get the whole thing and went, went bad from the from the jump, but yeah, you know, 
they they didn't make they didn't really do anything to stop Florida. Um, TCU in that game. I mean, I, I get there more outside. Just but just look at the defense. I mean, it would seem like whenever they didn't have an answer. I'll give you two big examples. This right. game, Davin Cook didn't really hurt them running the game. He did a little bit late when the defensive line was exhausted from being out there so much, even with the depth they have. And I'll be honest, that defensive line is nasty. And once they got tired, and I thought a lot of the freshmen, Hartsfield, even linebackers, helped the run game, they helped them. Jimbo Fisher. I had no problem with the D-line and, and the rush defense. I mean, I, I just yeah. don't. When you've been on the field that long, the time possession, they have, like, close to 40 minutes, and you have, like, 13. I mean, it's, you know. But Fisher realized they wasn't going to run on him, and he, he went to a pass. He got Dalvin Cook, other – the balls did a passing game. Okay, Arkansas last year, Arkansas is a, was a running team last year for uh, the most part. I mean, they passed ball and, and I had a good year. But first quarter, they realized we can't run on these guys. And he switched up and just started slinging all over the field. And what did you see? That same panic, big cushions, and you saw what the output was. The same thing every time it don't go to plan. Yeah, you even I will see quotes. You even see quotes where after Arkansas game, we focused on their running game. You see this? We focused on Dalvin Cook. We focused on Dalvin Cook. They have this game plan, and then when another coach switches, uh, we can't do this on them. There's no switch from the defense side of the ball on the side. That's that's what it is. How I see it to a certain extent. I know it's not that simple, but you know. It, yeah, it's never that simple, but at the same time, I mean, that that's kind of how it that's that's definitely how it appears. I mean, um, and, and really, that Arkansas and the Florida State games, I, I will say they they reminded me very similar of each other. It just it seemed like once they got going and they started passing the way they were, Ole Miss could do nothing to stop them. And I, I don't really know why that is. I mean, well, in this game, I think a lot of it had to do with Webster. I'm not going to say everything did, but it really hurt them in this game. But, yeah, once they got going and they figured out a way to uh, – because they'd roll out Francois, and especially away from Haynes because Haynes was being a beast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, once they once they figured out how and, – and on top of that, picking on Bridges, they just – and that's how Arkansas was. I mean, once they found a rhythm of throwing the ball, Ole Miss can do anything to stop them either. So, I definitely – I definitely agree with you that that, that – just from outside perspective of two people who have never coached before, it does seem like once the other team does a counter to their to their uh, scheme, it's it's tough for them to uh, counter that in, within the game. We'll talk some good points real quick, and then we'll move on to some other things. Two things. Isaac Gross looked extremely good. I mean, Marcus Haynes was – the defense line is unbelievable. And then another thing – and when I'm, this is the first thought I had, I'll see if you had a thought. I watched, when Benito Jones came in, I watched him. And I said, this guy can be an All-American. And just for this reason, he looked to me at SEC caliber size as a gross ability. And as his gross with his size is extremely good. That's what Benito Jones looked like to me. I just agree. There was one play he just blew up the line, and he had that quick burst just like Isaac did. And he went, and he blew it. He blew up the play and got the running back. Maybe really. he's Isaac's talent with size. 
<laughs> that, that's exactly. I mean, he reminded me of him, and just with that size. I mean, and that. I mean, I think that's the that's the right comparison. He, he he's really good already. Uh, it's gonna be scary how good he can be. Um, yeah, I mean, I look at the whole line. You know, Breland, Speed, DJ Jones, and heck, the whole line itself, and the run game. Linebackers did pretty good. You know, Codwell and and especially Gates and you know Miles Hartfield and all them that really good in the run game. Not so much in the passing. Now, Mayo, the Oregon State transfer, maybe there's a reason he played at Oregon State. He just looked lost and slow. Power yeah, and, God bless him. I mean, he just, I think he'll he get better. Him. I mean, he is he is a step slow, but I think he'll get better. And you you got to think about, and I know they play these teams week in, week out, but you go from Oregon State, and then you got in your first game, and a new scheme is against Florida State, who has some of the best athletes as far as speed as anybody in the country. I mean, and and there's not going to be any let up, you know, with Alabama and Georgia. They, I mean, they got athletes too, so it's not going to be, you know, anything. You know, it's still going to be hard for him regardless. But I, I think it was a little time, and he gets to know the scheme. But I'm I'm not saying he's going to all of a sudden get faster, but he may play faster. Just but he he will loss game one. Kind of moving some other things around SEC, you know. Stuff going on. I have to tell you, I had a big heartbreak, man. I fell in love out state, and they broke my heart. They they had everything in front of them their whole life, and they let it slip away. It, it was tough. I mean, it took me a couple of days to get over that. I mean, it, it was it was Friday night, Saturday morning before I before I was. Up I thought I had that. a dream, man. I thought I was in like a. Alice of Wonderland or something, and then just all disappeared with a with a fumble by Tennessee that ended up being a win. Yeah, Alice woke up. <laughs> it was it was too good to be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it I was. Mean, it was. It hurt when, my heart. When he fumbled that ball, I, I was sitting there saying, "Fumble, fumble." <laughs> it hurt my heart. It really did hurt my heart. I was like, "Are you serious?" Of course they recovered that. It went right to the running back. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, they, they were right there. They outplayed them. Pretty, I mean, really, the whole game, and just you knew once they tied it. And it and I told tough. y'all, you know, I had a favor I've talked about, and I really was going to do this. I mean, I had it planned out. I'd already like, to be honest with you, I'd already like found some black clothes, and I was going to run out in front of his house and scream the their back. At least until I saw a light come on, and then at least run. We don't know it's me or something, but that was going to happen. And they shut down all my dreams. They tried. It was but, awful. Uh, yeah. I mean, their their coach, but their their clock management. They. <laughs> they yeah, that was it. awful. I, not a bad thing. Not a bad thing though. They're gonna they're gonna win a good many games. Just how's the potato when it gets balls? I got, I got to ask you, how do you think it feels in, in uh, Starville right now? Well, I, I kind of, I mean, I don't know how it feels in Starville, but, I mean, considering one of my best friends is sitting on the couch beside me when he planked it off the uh, upright, I know how he I, I know how he was Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I know how my brother was, too. Do what? I know how my brother was, too. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, he about, he about broke a door. <laughs> um, it was rough. 
Um, and look, I, I don't know, and, I, and I'm not. I'm, I said this to uh, one of our one of our buddies, but um, you know, it, my thought was, you look at this, and I'm not saying this to hate on state, but I know there are a lot of good fans out there that are just fine, and, and my buddy that was mad being one of them. But you know, you talk, you 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 go through the whole off season. And really, from the, from your media all the way down, is it, worried about Ole Miss and investigation. That's all you really talk about the whole off season. You know, say say Ole Miss gets hammered. Now, I mean, I, I don't I don't really think they're going to get a bowl ban, but they're going to lose a good many scholarships. And I think anybody will 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 go. Going to hurt. And they're going to hurt. But look, the you know, heart of hearts. What's the worst thing that could happen to Ole Miss as far as losing all the scholarships? You lose to somebody. You lose in games you shouldn't. Well, I mean, state kind of did that Saturday without any scholarship losses. I mean, and, and that's the worst that could happen. To, I really think to Ole Miss to lose somebody like to a game like that. So, state's doing it without the help of the NCAA. Um, I, I don't imagine. I said really this. Good. I said this before. I looked at that roster, and there's some pieces at positions, but as a whole. I said that defensive line and linebacker crew has a chance to be nasty. I said everything else, it looks bad. I mean, there's a piece here. There's Fred Ross. There's, you know, supposedly John Mc- Jamal Peters. That's really good. He ain't even played. But don't know what's going on now. They say it because he's Tristan cornerback. We'll see. But it was bad. I mean, it was real bad. And look, they – it set up – well, now, I will say that South Alabama had three defensive linemen out, so they can't really – it can't really be all on injuries. Cause they South Alabama have three starters out. They, they're missing three defensive, starting defensive linemen. So, but, but with State, it's set up. You know, you have your two two who were going to be first-string cornerbacks. One's out for half a year and one's out all year. Now, I'm not saying they would have been good, but you're moving two guys up. And, that, and that's a struggle, you know, first game in the new defense. You're playing two guys that weren't supposed to start, so – and then you have, and look, this is not, this is an injury related, so I'm not really going to say it's not their player's fault, but they had, you know, two defensive linemen that were going to start and and a, and a receiver that was going to start suspended. Now, I mean, again, I'm not I'm not really, I mean, when you have people suspended, that's not Still really. South uh, Alabama. Yeah, no, what I'm saying is it's set, up, it's set up nicely in that respect for South Alabama to make some plays on offense, but. At the end of the day, there's really no excuse for losing to South Alabama. And, and we said the same with Jackson okay. State. There, take you this can't here. lose it. Take this thing. You can't lose it. Take, take this here. How bad does it get that it is this weekend? I well, think he squeaks it out somehow. Okay, I, I'll say I think they'll win. And I really do. I think they'll win probably by a touchdown to 10 points. But if they do lose, and look, my. Uh, Buddy that we both know, like I said, that was mad state fan. He's not. He's choosing to go look at trailers with his wife over going to the game. He just straight up not. He just straight up decided not to go. So, and he and he's a pretty big fan. You're gonna have. You're gonna. I mean, if they lose Saturday, you imagine how many more people are gonna be like that. I mean, it's gonna be one of those deals. Well, and not even this. This. If they win Saturday, they have a chance that they scrape around and do something that 
they can might maybe get a bowl game. Maybe. I, I think if they win Saturday, they probably get one. But I don't and, think there's any chance that they don't. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't put probably. I think there's a chance. If they lose, I think they're looking at 2-10, and 3-9. Well, because honestly, from what I've seen, UMass and Sanford aside, these are the worst two teams are going to play. I mean, it's, South Carolina's not good. South Carolina I mean, Van- and Kentucky's probably Van- on par together. I mean, Vanderbilt gave that game away more than South Carolina won it. And, and, and they did make some plays in the fourth quarter. I watched that game. But from what I saw, South Carolina. They're, they're as bad as people said they were going to be. Vanderbilt may not be as good, but South Carolina is as bad. So I think State would kind of have to give it away again because I do think they're better in South Carolina. But you lose that one, I'm telling you, there ain't people showing up for really any more games. I, don't, I wouldn't imagine. Kind of looking on LSU is what we thought they were. <laughs> I mean, you talked about this. There's some fired up people at the house watching that game at the end. Okay, so we've been ragging. I got a buddy that's big time LSU guy. So it's probably gonna come back to home and what happen happen. And uh, been giving him heck and all this, and and some guys at work have been telling him that you know, even he 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 actually told a guy a guy said I think Wisconsin's gonna beat y'all. He told the guy, you must be on that mess. You must be on that mess or something. So at work, all that, that comes up, and I mess with him. I say, you know, his, you know I'll miss his trains on defense. You know, they got to pass the ball. And so I made this bet. I could not make it. And he said, he said, I tell you what, if all this speech LSU, wear an LSU shirt. I said, well, what if it right? He said, I'll give you $100. And I'll wear Ole Miss shirt if LSU can't beat Ole Miss. <coughs> so, of course, I took that bet. That's how he's so upset. Oh, they're upset. I tell you, and don't get me wrong, I, I think LSU could eat, can definitely beat Ole Miss. But uh, here's what I will say about it. The stuff we just talked about, one, one it's going to be later in the year, and I think the secondary will improve. I'm not, I don't know how much, but they'll improve. Uh, the thing is, I, like what we just saw the other night and what we saw last time Ole Miss played for net, he's, I don't I don't think he's going to be able to single-handedly beat Ole Miss. I mean, I just don't with the front that they have. That means Harris is going to have to make some plays to beat them. Well, from what I've seen – As long as Ole Miss don't move them to check out. Right. They can't check out. If they start two and two, one and three, they can't check out. If they lose any between – I mean, that, that's going to be the key. If they're locked in, I mean, Harris is going to have to make – throws to beat him, and he just hasn't proven that he can. And Fournette's no doubt a beast, but uh, just one, just a running back, I just don't think he's going to beat Ole Miss. And Harris hasn't shown that he can do what Francois did. He just hadn't. So, And I think, well, I really think Ole Miss can score on most anybody. Oh, yeah. Alabama looked good, and, and I guess Saban let Kiffin do what he wanted to and play that freshman. He looked pretty good himself. Now, I do think yeah. USC was bad. I do think that was bad. I think that was a, a lot worse people thought that would be. They couldn't, they couldn't really move the ball at all. But 
They look good. Alabama yeah. looks good. They're they're good. And and I'm sorry, Ole Miss is not beating them again. <laughs> not this year. I mean, maybe because Alabama generally gets better as the year goes on, and I don't think Ole Miss is ready for, is going to be ready for that game in two weeks, just based off what I've seen. Okay, it's always there. They have to fix some things offensively. I mean, defensively. But I can stop coughing. Well, but here's the thing. The Saban freak out, though. You know, the safe thing would be to just be physical, smash by football. And uh, they freak out a little bit after, you know, the stress of losing twice and everything else they in Oxford. Can they... Can they uh, rally the quarterback again? You know, a little bit, maybe something like that. That's their chances. And of course, turnovers. Because without turnovers, they wouldn't have beat them last year. Do they get some turnovers and not turn the ball over? They have a chance to be Alabama, but I don't see it myself. Yeah, I mean, they they do have a chance with the offense that they have. They have a chance, but I, I haven't seen. I, I think it would take that turnovers and saving, freaking out a little bit. I just. Because they're deep, but I don't think Ole Miss defense is going to be that improved week one to week three with the injury they with the injuries they've had. I, I mean, yes, with that offense, they can, they can beat anybody. They they showed that the other night. But with the right adjustments, and if Alabama plays it right, yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't really think it will happen. It takes saving going conservative, but which is always a possibility. Yeah, very much so. Making kicking go conservative. Well, how bad do you think we did on our pitch last week? We did really bad. I was kind of keeping up, and I, I could only think of a couple that I got right. So, man, it, it was well, we, both, we, we both had a losing record. Oh, yeah. You went six or seven. Oh, I'm talking. Six or seven, and I went five or eight. Not real solid, ever. No, no, no. Luckily... We don't have many games to choose from SEC this week. Because, well, because they're playing a bunch of nobodies, there's not a lot of lines, but there are some tricky ones. So we'll go over real quick. Is uh, Arkansas at TCU. It's TCU to me didn't look good. TCU is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't have to get yeah. that to TCU. I think they'll be able to score on Arkansas, and, and I don't have any faith in Arkansas's offense right now. Um, they look bad. I'm actually going to say TCU wins the Arkansas covers. Next is kind of of a game that's scary to pick just because it's Arkansas State, and I think Auburn wins, but they're a 19-point favorite. 19? Yes, 19. Can Auburn score 19? I don't know. Uh, Arkansas State <laughs> looked really bad. That's the reason. Yeah, they did. Um, you know what? I'll I'll say. Uh, I think I I'll say Auburn covers. You're right, and uh, Arkansas State. I want to say Auburn is covers too. Yeah. And this one's kind of tricky too. Kentucky, who blew a big lead and let Southern Miss come back. My wife was pumped up. I mean, she was fired up. She's. She went from the first half that she actually told me, she said, I don't know if I want to go to that LSU game anymore. So she's fired up about going to LSU game again. 
Uh, Kentucky is plus 16 on it as far as a 16-point favorite. Okay, I think that game will be closer than that. So I'll take I'll take Kentucky with the, as far as the points go. See, because I saw how far I looked, and I don't know. I think Florida can score some, but I know Kentucky can score some too. The next one, and I'm going to see who you pick because I got kind of already who I'm picking. Western Kentucky versus Bama. Bama's a 28-and-a-half point favorite. 28-and-a-half. Uh, that's a lot of points. I'm going to go Western Kentucky. Actually, that's where I'm going. I thought she'd go the other way. That's, that, that's I, over I think, four touchdowns. That's, that's a lot. Well, I think this is a game where he wants his team to play bad or he has something to get on them about. Uh, I, this is one of those games where you see Saban kind of try to get his team to win by 16 or 17 just where he can bitch at them. Because a lot of times coming up. in the first game, but that didn't happen in the first game. Absolutely. So you think it's probably going to well, happen. I think, that, I think you would have saw that in the first game, Tom. But I think he let Kiffin have his day. And they probably also and, needed her to uh, to play against a formidable opponent and, and try to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Next, you got Middle Tennessee State versus Vandy, and Vandy's a five-point favorite. Um, I I can't say that Vandy's going to cover that. I, I just I just don't see it from Vanderbilt. I don't have any clue what Middle Tennessee State did last month, but I'm going against them. I think that was death killing. Wait, who are you taking? Take a Middle Tennessee, also. Okay, we're both taking them because well, we didn't watch Middle Tennessee, but we both watched Vanderbilt, and that was not a good South Carolina team that they played. <laughs> South Carolina is getting seven versus Mississippi State. I'm taking South ah. Carolina. Ah, okay, I, I'm taking State, um, but it's it's an uneasy pick. The next one is Virginia Tech. It's eleven and a half versus Tennessee. Oh, mm. <laughs> that's 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 right there. Um, I'm gonna. I think Tennessee is gonna be better, and I don't. You know what? I'm gonna take Tennessee. I, something tells Virginia Tech's not real good either, or, and I think Tennessee's better than they played. I, I'm gonna take Tennessee. I'm taking Tennessee also, although although I hate to, because there was a point where Virginia Tech was down by ten versus Liberty. Yeah, that, that's what I'm looking. I was thinking back on, and I mean, I think it could be closer than that. I think that's a good line. I mean, which Vegas always used to put that good line, but that I, I'm just saying Tennessee's gonna get better from week one to week two, and Virginia Tech, I just don't think they're real good. Well, I'll tell you one thing is uh. Never going to change his less miles because he pretty much doubled down his press conference. He, you know, he said, you know, if we just completed a couple more of those passes, it could have been a totally different game. Yeah, and I, I don't know, I, I don't, I don't know what game he was watching. Well, this um, is just common sense, you know. Almost could say, you know, if they completed that pass, the Quinclair Borgia, it could have been a totally different game. That didn't happen. He almost kind of doubled down. He said, I don't think we need to change anything. You know, going from there, we'll see how Brandon Harris does. 
Right, there's a lot of things. I mean, there's several plays. I mean, Ole Miss had – they were down five in the fourth quarter, and they had a third and long. And Florida, they let Florida State complete like a 30-yard pass. I mean, there's a lot of things. That, you know, if you stop – a couple plays go the other way, you win. And that, that's football. <laughs> well, I guess I kind of looked up a Monday night. It's is kind of funny. Is As I told you, I, I had a look at the game and has people over. And I had a good state buddy of mine over. And to say he was depressed is is giving depressed a good name. Uh, so he came over. He ate. he didn't really say much. I didn't give him a hard time. And that, you know, he talked about it a little bit. But when Ole Miss got up, I think it was twenty eight to three at the time. He, uh, I guess, it was a good thing for me. He might have said something. You know, just trying to get back a little bit, just to say something. But I thought he was gonna cry. And he just said, "I can't take this. I'm going home." He just absolutely is. He didn't test me up back or anything later on when when he lost, but he pretty much he just pretty much stormed out so he couldn't take this and and he he said we're gonna suck. And he he also said it was like it's gonna be three in a row. That's that's kind of how I guess a lot of state fans are taking this. Well, that from it, from the ones that I know that are level headed that. I mean, really, I don't, I don't see how. And look, state may come win the game, for all I know, and they goal, but I don't see how anybody can objectively say that Ole Miss right, doesn't like they're going to beat them. No, that's what I mean. You can only go by right now, but right now, I mean, that that's there's, there shouldn't be anybody objectively being able to say that it doesn't look like Ole Miss is going to win again if the two teams played. You know, what it looks like. Well. I kind of thought they could, but I didn't think they'd win. Uh, they still probably win a bit 12, but Houston can kind of run the table or just lose one. Win their conference. Conference. I'm telling you, they got a chance to be in a playoff. They do, but I, I don't think they want to risk losing one. And they, they only lost one last year. Well, they also didn't have that kind of big win like they just had either. They didn't, but I don't think I would risk losing. Like, I mean, really, Louisville looks like the only team that could beat them. I, I mean, better not lose to Louisville. But there's really nobody else on that schedule that even looks like they could come within three touchdowns of them. Uh, I guess I ask you this. You know, there's a chance. I don't really see it, in my opinion, that they're going to be 12, but Where's Tom Herman coaching that year? I hope not LSU. I said this. I said it before the season. Tom Herman, the LSU, and Art Bros, the Auburn. I kind of hope not with both of those cases. Um, I mean, Texas and A&M, I mean, it looks like they're going to try to win enough to keep them. I mean, that was – That's what – Texas, yeah. you want that was two pretty good, two pretty gutsy wins, especially with Texas. I mean that that hey, that kid know. impressed me. I kind of I I like that kid. I, I I remembered him from the watching Ali Eleven with Shea Patterson, and he was right behind Shea Patterson. Um, I kind of really liked him on the show then, and I liked him. I liked him a lot. Kind of made me that as it made me sing. I don't, I, I can't say I was pulling. I guess I was going for Texas. I, I kind of don't. I hate 
Notre Dame more. But that's more pulling for the kid. I just kind of liked him. Just kind of how he was handling things. That was a exciting game. It really was. It was a good game for between two teams that I don't like. But <laughs> I um I enjoyed it. I mean, just right off the bat, just the, the throws that, that they were making, it was it was fun. And, and and I'll give Charlie Charlie Strong credit. He found a way to use Tyrone Swoops. Um, oh yeah. You know, I, I, he found a way, and a lot of times, well, and can't take that for granted because you saw how Malzahn was working his quarterbacks. Oh god. <laughs> he uh, Charlie Strong looked like a mastermind compared to what Malzahn was doing. Um, he found a way to use his quarterbacks, and I thought handled it extremely well. And um, just, that was just a really fun game to watch. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. To be honest with you, when I was watching, of course it's for Ole Miss, or whatever. But I was watching Texas game. I just kept kept thinking, God, I wish Ole Miss had that running back. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it, it's it's going to be. I'm telling you, whenever Ole Miss gets the quality running back, the 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 really good running back, this offense is going to be fun to watch. It's just they have to get there, and it can't get hurt. I mean, Swinney, as good as he probably can be, I mean, he's run, he's had one carry and had two major knee, play, you know, knee injuries, or whatever. So, if they can get a can make or stop, it'd be fun to watch. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's going to be depressing next next weekend. Uh, it might be a savior, but it doesn't even look like I'm gonna get to even with how things are set up. I'm gonna even get to watch the Alabama game. Well, here, here's what I'll say to that. Um, I think it's more than likely gonna be a blessing in disguise, just because what we talked about. I don't think they'll win the game, but here's the deal: if they win, I don't think when you initially find out that the, the say the game's over and they won. When you find out, I don't really think that you'll care that you missed it or not. You'll just be so proud that they won. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think you'll really care. You'll just go back and watch it, and you'll be fine. So I, I wouldn't worry too much about it. I mean, because chances are it's not going to go like, like Ole Miss fans want it to. <laughs> if it does, you'll be so happy it won't matter. Well, you know, probably so because you know, at least it's not going to be a boring bachelor party, and there's. Probably gonna be strippers involved, so. So your your mind will be all right. You'll you'll be you'll be all right. <laughs> I guess I might be able to, depending where we're at, maybe watch parts of my phone because we'll probably be traveling at this time. But you know, I'm not happiest about it. See, I thought once you like, I thought you were going out on like the water or something, or doing. Oh yeah, no, we, we, yeah, we are. Okay. Yeah, we're we're gonna be traveling, but there's gonna be after that. <laughs> I got you. They're gonna be out on the water, but I mean, you. I don't know if you've ever been deep sea fishing before, but if you're out there, if you're out there, and there's like, I want to say you're two to two and a half miles out before you cross in to um what they call international waters. And you can keep service on your phone and, uh, until you hit international waters, and it's, and it's done. I mean, like it's like you hit the line, and that's it. 
Like, I yeah. mean, you can keep a little bit of service, and you hit that line where you kind of cross over, and depending where you're at, it's roughly two and a half to sometimes it's five miles out. I mean, it just depends on where you're at, where you cross in. And where we're going to be at, I think it's roughly about two and a half miles. So, well, I, I mean, I have, uh, I have been on a cruise, and I do remember the service just cutting off. So, I mean, I know it happens. Uh, oh yeah, when you cross international waters, it's just it's done. Unless you have yeah. international service, yeah. So, but after that, well, there, there's there's some plans, and it's it's going to be a good time. Yeah, I can imagine so. So maybe you know a win in that, you know, will be good. You, you'll forget but Labor Day not... pretty. You, you'll you'll forget Labor Day pretty quick if that happens. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I've said it's for a season that Alabama is. I don't think the loss hurts as much. The injuries hurt worse. Florida State, at, at, as much of how the loss happened, how things were quote-unquote, blown. And I think that haunts fans, and I think it haunts the coaching staff and players. They've said themselves they're not over it. And, but I've said this before, that Alabama, if they win that one, if you got to pick one to win and one to lose, you pick Alabama to win. Every time. Every time. But until that, I wrap up. We'll be back next week, and everybody will be safe this weekend. I'll be, I guess, first home game and. Well, I guess people get to actually see some grass and see how that goes for the first time. But everybody have a safe travel this weekend. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.